So I just worked through the weekend, and I'm going to be working, I think, every day this week. It might be that by Friday I can take Friday off, but I'm trying to get Spoon of the Month Club out the door, and I was going to take this weekend off, um, as as is as is how I almost always operate. But the girls have camp this week, and they have two different camps, which means that driving is a nightmare. And even though I don't have to do most of it, I, I'm i the flexible one who is going to hold down the fort with all the parts that other people can't do. And when I actually looked at the time available to me, I realized that if I was going to get everything done that needed to get done, I was going to need to work through the weekend. So I did. And that's put me in a good position for this week. Um, But it's put me in a bad position in terms of my sense of energy. It's important that we take days off. And it's really helpful if those days off can be regularly structured. My wife is a nurse and she often, um, she works every other weekend. And so her days off flip back and forth across the week. And it's hard for her. But it's also, I can see how valuable the days off are in the relief I see in her. Now, with the Christmas tree farm, there's a whole, there's a six-week period, sometimes seven weeks, depending on how the season's going, where I don't take any days off at all. From November 1st through at least December 15th, but often the 21st, I don't take any days off. And I just work. And they're not super long work days, so it's okay. And it, there's a defined ending, so it's okay. But I can feel the toll that takes on me. And part of part of why it's okay is that I psych myself up to it each time. But as a general rule, we need downtime. Um, and, and it's helpful if it's regularly structured. And when you work for yourself, it's so tempting to just take every opportunity that you can and to really shortchange time for yourself, time for your family in the process of supporting yourself or supporting your family. And I know I've been there It was only maybe two years ago that I decided I wasn't going to work on weekends anymore. I wasn't going to go teach. I wasn't going to try and catch up on administrative things. I wasn't going to work on projects that got put, you know, put to the side. I could work on weekends on household things, especially if I could include the family in them somehow. But I wasn't going to do business-related stuff, and what a boon that has been. And it's... 
it has for sure allowed me to keep from burning out. And obviously, if you aren't earning enough money yet, and you need to work those weekend days in order to earn enough money to keep a roof over your head, and then you do what you got to do. And I, I'm, I'm there for you. And I've been there. But it takes real, a real decision to stop doing that. And it takes a real clarity to maintain that, especially at first, but even later on. And I think especially when you are new to something and excited about it, it's not that I'm not excited about spoon carving, but it's not the same as when I was first into it and it was like, I mean, it's still all I think about. What is the difference? I don't know. I Like every waking moment I wanted to be carving spoons. I was thinking about it all the time, obsessing about it all the time. And, and I couldn't. Maybe that's the difference. I couldn't afford to, and I physically couldn't. And these days, I do. 30 to 40 hours a week. That's what I work on and think about. And it's the other stuff in my life that gets shortchanged and that feels like I need more time for it, not the other way around. And this is probably why people say, oh, don't let your hobby become your job because then it sucks the joy out of it. I don't think it sucks the joy out of it. I think there's a natural balance that that needs to occur. And so it's not about the joy being sucked out of it. It's about us being more disciplined about stepping away from it and making sure that we set up a business structure that is successful enough that it allows us the time and gives us enough money that we can afford to step away for a couple days a week. And obviously sometimes you need to go through periods where you can't, but I strongly encourage you to try and get yourself to that place as soon as possible where you are taking some regular days off. It doesn't have to be the weekend. If you're doing farmer's markets on Saturdays and, you know, you want to take Sunday, Monday off, great. But there is something special about being able to take weekends off, especially if you have kids or a spouse who um, who does have weekends off. It really affects your quality time with them. Now, I made the decision to not just match my wife's schedule, although I do in terms of morning routine, but I, I don't match her schedule in terms of working on the weekends and then not working on weekdays because uh, that's harder on the girls. It's much nicer for them if I'm available on weekends and then my wife is more available on weekdays, some weekdays means that they have more time 
with parents present. And I can see these last two days. I mean, the girls are at an age where it's they're, they're, they can hang out by themselves all weekend, but it's not as much fun as when I'm more available. And, and it's not as much fun for me either. So, um, yeah, I would, I, I think we build up a, a, a culture of, well, you can either find yourself embracing a culture of working super hard, and I've been in cultures that did that, or you can find yourself needing to simply work super hard. And I think in either situation, you it is really worth working to dismantle that. And sometimes that means working on your own assumptions of, of how you ascribe value to yourself, right? If I'm working hard, then I'm valuable. And sometimes it means working on your business plan so that you can afford to work less hard and take some days off. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.